Welcome to Cross Channels, a brand new podcast in which a Yank, that's me, Dan Epstein, and a Brit, that's him, Tony Fletcher, discuss and debate the different ways that certain bands and artists and genres have been received on the other side of the pond. In the process, we compare and contrast our own experiences as obsessive music fans growing up in the U.S. and the U.K. What's our first episode, Tony? Episode one of Cross Channels is Setting Suns, the flipped script. Did you know that the U.S. release of Setting Suns, the jam's brilliant 1979 album, had a different track order than in the rest of the world? I did not, Dan, at least until we walked into a bar and you told me. In the inaugural episode of Cross Channels, we discuss this forgotten discrepancy, and I make a pretty solid case for the superiority of the U.S. version. You do. But do I agree or do I not agree? That is the question. And you'll need to listen to find out. So about a month, month and a half ago, Tony and I were out at a bar just talking music, talking about our, you know, teenage musical passions. And both of us were huge jam fans when we were when we were teens and, you know, remain so to this day. And I got to talking about how I feel that the American track listing of the Jam's 1979 album, Setting Suns, is actually superior to the UK track listing, which I know is heretical because the Jam were a UK band. So, of course, the American track listing could not possibly be superior but i absolutely believe it is and even though tony is british and tony was actually a friend of the jams when they were recording this i feel so strongly about this that i am willing to go on mic with tony and plead my case you you are and you're here and we're doing it and i was um I was really taken aback because I, uh, anybody anybody who knows vinyl knows that occasionally, historically, um, record companies in one country have just decided it's their job. It's what they're put there on earth for is to mess with a band's artistry and resequence their albums. Um, <laughs> when I was a kid trying to trying to get head to, uh, any sense of what went on with the Beatles and the Stones, and then my first band, The Who. Uh, confused hell out of me. I'm like, what's this album? What's that album? Uh, so we know that American record companies, in particular, will take a British band and say, "Lovely album, chaps, but we're gonna we're gonna put that non-album single here, and we 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 just you know we just uh, we just have to do it." A great example would be The Smiths' "Meat Is Murder," which has uh, "How Soon Is Now" on it, despite being recorded with a completely different producer and the band being thoroughly opposed to it. Uh, that's just one easy example. Of something that was just stuck on there but um dan when we met that night i was like okay well what did they do differently and then you 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 told me they basically flipped the script they completely did the the side two of the uk version basically becomes side one of the u.s version and then side one of the uk version becomes side two of the u.s version plus they stick Strange Town on there, which was a non-LP single in the UK, and and had been released several months, if not longer than that, before the album came out in the UK. Uh, but it's kind of wedged in to the running order on the US album on side two. 
Right. Now, talking of running orders, I've got my vinyl copy right here in my hands. I have mine. Yeah, there's no running order on the back of mine. Is there a running order on the back of yours? There is. Right. So there you go. That's that's the first thing you would expect American record company to do. So, um, listen, if you don't know the Jams catalog too well... That doesn't stop you listening to this. We're not going to be playing the records because we're not sure we get away and with it and it's time-consuming. Um, I don't think either of us needs to waste time trying to sell you on the jam. It's uh, you know They were uh, the biggest band in Britain at the point that they broke up. They had a massive cult following in the States. Um, I was in the studio as a teenager, actually as a 15-year-old, when this album was being made. And um, it's, it's a fantastic album. Uh, if if you're like, okay, excite me about what's going on, let me get to my Spotify and compare. Well, that's not going to work because they have the British version, which uh, kind of suggests there is always a master version, especially in these now, these, these um, streaming days. But I'm going to read out side one. Uh, on side this. one of the UK. Yeah, I've got the UK copy. So my side one says, Girl on the Phone, Thick as Thieves, Private Hell, Little Boy Soldiers, and Wasteland. And what does your side one say? Side one U.S. version says Burning Sky, Smithers Jones, Saturday's Kids, The Eaton Rifles, and Love is Like a Heat Wave. I flip the script, flip over, and it sounds like I'm reading his side one. I've got Burning Sky, Smithers Jones, Saturday's Kids, The Eaton Rifles, and Heat Wave. Yeah, I've got Girl on the Phone, Strange Town, Thick as Thieves, uh, Private Hell, Little Boy Soldiers, and Wasteland. But but again, because you actually see it spelled out on the back of the U.S. album cover, it's not just you know a pressing plant screw up. Which is what I said when when you first told me, I'm like, this wasn't by accident. <laughs> like, no, it's not. It's not an accident. And, so what and, you- and as far as I know, like there's never been an explanation. Like there's no. I've never seen. Weller, Paul Weller in, interviewed about the discrepancies. I've never read anything about why this change was made. Who at, um, uh, that would be Polydor Records, uh, who made that decision for the U.S.? It just kind of is. So really, with the exception, well, it's not even an exception, but putting on that non-album single, which is not unheard of in the States, and there's an argument for that, uh, especially the America wasn't the same kind of 45s market. Uh, other than that, it is a flipped script. Right. Right, which is just um, you know utterly bizarre. We're actually going to have... Um, I'm going to play the, um, the ardent UK jam fan who is like, this is sacrilege, and you are going to um, sell me why it works better. Cross Channels is available exclusively to all paid subscribers of Jagged Time Lapse and Tony Fletcher Wordsmith. A paid subscription to either Substack will automatically allow you to hear our monthly podcast in full. But we obviously love it if you'd consider supporting both of our newsletters with a paid subscription. Oh, yes, we would. We are writers, we are music lovers, we are also musicians, and we are willing to debate our passions as long as the beers keep flowing. And I'll drink to that. Cross channels exclusively on our substacks. stacks.